Football debates, hot takes, and analysis our way. With compas and a carne asada, this is Football Asada. Welcome home. Yo, 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 what's up, guys? We're back for another episode. Our first one since the creation of, of this podcast that we're doing a full-on Ligia run. So we had to bring in our, our awesome friend, Garrett. What's up, Garrett? How are you, man? What's up, guys? Excited for this. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be dope. You know, Chris is back. You know, the, the crew, we're out here. So before, we're going to yeah. do our formalities, and we're going to start with a drip check. And off the bat, Garrett's jersey is already catching my eye. So, Garrett, explain what you got on. Uh, for our audio listeners too, so they can have a mental image of of, uh, of the jersey. Of course, yes, I'm repping the 1994 to 1996 vintage jersey for Club America. Has that like gorgeous diamonds with the red, the black, the blue, the yellow Coca Cola sponsorship. It's one of the cleanest jerseys. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but that looks like it's supposed to be like Eagles wings coming out. Because if you if you if you go straight, yeah. Those are Eagles wings. That looks sick. Yeah. No, this is this is one. Of, I think this is one of my favorite jerseys. And I think there's even a rumor that the next jersey round for Club America, they're going to try and mimic it. So it might be an insta cop. I'd love to see that, man. Uh, Chris? I got the classic group stage exit Mexico jersey. I'm always rocking this one for some reason. But, yeah, that's what I got on today. The green one. I'm rocking green, but I'm rocking another Early exeter. We took the biggest L. <laughs> we don't do L's of the of the week. We probably will start doing L's of the week. This will be the first one. First L of the week goes to Leon and me. But I said we were going to win on our picks for the Quiniela. I said we're beating San Luis. We didn't beat San Luis. We upset everybody. We'll talk. We'll get into that right now. But I'm rocking my Leon. I'm still rocking this because we still got a Champions League uh, a final on the line. So. No, let, 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 let's get let's get right into that one. Let's let's start with let's start with that one. Let's can start I start? That. Can I start? <laughs> I, I, I want to say something. Okay. This is this is not really regarding the game, but it kind of is. But this is how is this going to affect Leon for the for the Champions League final? Like they're not going to play a single game over three weeks. Like, do you think that's going to hurt them? Like as a Leon fan, do you think that it's going to hurt them or like, better than like they're going to be rested? That's the only thing they're focusing on. Maybe they can watch film. Or they're going to be rusty showing up to that game while LAFC is still playing games. Here's the thing. Leon is a very resourceful club. I know they're not, you know, they're not going to sit there and walk around and wait for them to get rusty. They're going to play scrimmages. For sure, Leon's going to play scrimmages. It's obviously not the same as a, as a full-on stadium, you know, chanting and you're going 90 minutes hard. But they're going to try to keep the rhythm. They're going to try to keep the form. It's going to give them a chance to study LAFC, who also lost this, this weekend against San Jose up in the Bay Area. Um, and that, and I think I see it as an advantage because you're going to, you're going to hit an LAFC who has a tough schedule, dude. They're playing weekend games and then weekday games. MLS has like a bunch of weekend games in May. And then what's the, the first leg is what? May 31st, 31st. And then the second leg is June 4th. That's so little, that's four or five days in between both legs. And I'm pretty sure LAFC is going to take whatever game was in between those two dates and rip it right out because they don't want it. But they're gonna be they're gonna be tired, and Leon is gonna be well rested. And, and well, I'm not gonna give predictions out yet. I don't want to. I don't want a tactical <laughs> manager TV this, but it's an advantage. Advantage, all right. But let me let me talk about the actual game, Chris, because Larcamon. I don't know what you were thinking. You, I don't know why you put in a, an alternate squad thinking we're just it's just San Luis. It's never just San Luis. Do you know? Do you guys not remember what happened to Monterrey a couple seasons ago? They lost to San Luis in Repechaje in the same way. 
Like, it's never just us. But you know what? Leon's been criticized heavily for their CCL runs. And if crashing out of Liguilla means that hopefully we have a chance, a shot at this title, I don't mind it that much. What did you guys think about the game? I mean, I was – this was the, sh- the most shocking one, honestly. And I think what what did uh, Leon – did they score in the second minute? Yeah, so second and third minute, right when that happened, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a, a 3-0 just whopping, really. But, uh, yeah, that, that shitty mistake in the back, just passing it right to San Luis's forward, that was wild. But but even after that moment, I was I was confident. I was like, you know what, Leon's going to come back and just continue to score goals. I thought they're one of the hottest teams going into, you know, the playoffs. Uh, yeah, that – that was shocking. And then, yeah, they just gave up some just defensive mismarks. I don't know about you guys. I don't, I don't want to sound like a crazy person. That almost is like match fixing. I mean, <laughs> you mean San Luis's first goal? I, I want you to just like think about this. If you look at that first goal, not only is the defender like, st- I mean, the defender who had the ball is not only staring at like, he's staring forward. So you can clearly see the San Luis defender in front of him. Yeah. And he still passes him the ball. And then once you pass him the ball, how do you get beat? Like, you pass it ahead, and you, get, you let a guy with the ball run right past you. It's like, bro, like, how are you not going to catch up? And then the last part that, like, it kind of just – I've never seen – I haven't seen a different angle of it yet, but, like, what was Gota doing? Yes. Like, Gota like wasn't even, like – you're supposed to be in the middle of the goal, and then when the guy kicks it, it's like he was, like, barely getting back. Like, he was away from the screen. Like, he just left the goal open for, like, I don't know what reason. I'm sorry, I was starting to see, like, on Twitter, like, some conspiracy theorists, like, what the hell is this? <laughs> then when you actually watch it, it's like, no, seriously, like, what the hell no, is this? No, it's like, horrible. Like, they give the ball away. That's, like, like elementary stuff, bro. Like, giving the ball away, the goalie nowhere to be seen. And I think right there, ball, that set the tone for, like, the rest of the game. Because Adonis Frias, I don't know what he was doing. Like, he's supposed to be the star signing of, of this season. Like, amazing defender from Argentina. I don't know what happened. Apparently not an amazing event. But, dude, this is always happens. This is vintage classic Leon. It doesn't matter if it's Gustavo Matosas. It doesn't matter if it's uh, uh, Ariel Olan. It doesn't matter if it's Nacho Ambriz or, or Nicolás Darcamón. Leon always is prone to defensive mistakes. Always. So I, I'm honestly not surprised. But it is disappointing to see a team like that burn out so quickly. Um, that's the one thing I am scared about with, with Nicolás Darcamón on the job, bro. Uh, if you guys ever seen Puebla's runs when he was coach there, he burns out at the end. I mean, he took Puebla to, what, two semifinals? Which is, it's pretty good. I mean, for a team, having a team like Puebla, that's insane, going to two semifinals. But I think it was two quarters, but they did win the repechajes, I think. It was two quarters, maybe, yeah. But like I said, I mean, the, pff, he just burns out at the end, you know? So we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. That that definitely is, the, like Garrett said, the surprise of the, of the game, of the of that weekend, bro. Insane loss. Uh, we'll go to another surprise, which was – um, you could, I guess, on paper, is the biggest surprise was 13th place San Santos going into Pachuca and beating the defending champions, the the fifth seed, the team that barely missed out on like the top four by one point, like Pachuca, not not just not just beating them, scoring four goals on them. It was it was four four. Did you mention the returning champions, Pachuca? <laughs> champions, bro. Yeah, champions, returning champions. Yeah. But I want to bring up another thing. Again, I don't want to sound like a crazy conspiracy theorist, but, <laughs> but like Ustari needs to be like checked, bro. Like you saw, you saw what Leon was doing. Ustari was like the goalie was ten times worse. Like like every goal was like a mistake. 
It, it, it didn't make any sense, bro. Like, this is one of the most secure goalies. And to let that many mistakes, and especially, like, in the last minute, to allow... I mean, I thought when Pachuca had scored in the 93rd minute, I thought it was over. I'm like, all right, they won it for three. They survived. But no, Ustari comes to the rescue for Santos, has a mistake. Santos scores, and, like, I just I just knew. I knew when they scored, I knew they were going to win a penalty, bro. Like, you, you can't make that many mistakes and get away with it. Like, it's just like, it just like the stuff, the sports gods will not let it happen. Like, you, you play that bad, you make that many mistakes, you're not going through. Do you think they even played that poorly, Pachuca? They, they had like, they had like 25 plus total shots. I, I don't think the team played bad. I think the goalie like sold, bro. He had, he definitely had Santos, he had Santos going through. Like, he, he put, he entered the Cabra Quinella, and I know he put his, his life on the line for, for for Santos to advance because that that was ridiculous, bro. Like I, I couldn't believe like some of the goals that were going in. Like it was it was bad. It, 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 they were so on cue too. Like Pachuca would score, and then like minutes later Santos scored, and like Pachuca would take the lead, Santos would tie it. Pachuca would take the lead, Santos, like four times. Pachuca led four times in in this game and didn't win. Bro, that that's just classic Liga MX. Like in what other league in the world is a thirteenth place team going to replace a team that was? what 10th because then because that team didn't have enough table uh, points on the coefficient table gets Liguilla, then the 13th place team replaces them plays as the returning champions and then boots them out in penalties like what other league does that happen bro like it's just insane and and like think about that like carlos acevedo at the end of the season conceded like 37 goals now you could add 41 goals <laughs> to that tally and he still made it through no, that, no, that that is literally insane. Like, like, think about that. Like, the fifth seed is like not in the quarterfinals, but the team that conceded like forty-one like, goals 41 now, goals forty-one goals in eighteen games, and they're going through. I mean, what, what do you guys think though? Is that like a good thing? Is that like is that like an exciting thing, like a March Madness type thing? Like this, anything can happen, or is it like, or is it more like like works like Lee Max is <laughs> accepting mediocrity? But like, it's oh Dude, shit! I don't. That's that's where like after these games this weekend, I'm like kind of like indifferent and almost a little sad that they're getting rid of this for future seasons. Um, just cause just like, I don't know. I'm indifferent. Cause it's like, we can't have 12 teams making playoffs. You know, that's just not good for the league. That's not good for competitive throughout the season. But, but man, those games were so sick. Like this, like that's just, that's just the craziness of Liga MX. So I, I'm indifferent. Like, I don't know if it's good or bad. I, I hear you. Like, you just can't have 12 out of 18 teams, like, be eligible. That's, that's like, no. Nah. <laughs> that's horrible. It's making it very not competitive. But at the same time, like you said, like, it's more open to upsets. And it's more open to, like, crazy stuff like this happening. Like, three teams that were the lower seed won. Uh, well, like we'll, we'll get into the last one, which is Atlas going into Cruz. So that was more even matchup. I thought, I thought Atlas, I thought I, I thought they were gonna win, like regardless, because they were they were the nine seed. But I thought they were a little hotter than Cruz Azul. But again, on paper, it's an upset. And on paper, if there's only eight teams making the playoffs, they wouldn't have been in. But again, three teams that wouldn't have been in are now in the in the quarterfinals. Everyone loves an underdog story, right? But there's like specific types. This is like, let me put this in context of a World Cup. This is not Morocco in, in Qatar. This is this is the complete opposite. This is Paraguay in 2010 with Tata Martino going through on penalties all the way to what quarters semis, like. Bro, this like, is literally classic that. Like yeah, like like that's just so like it's it's just the it's I don't know. Not not to get ahead of ourselves, but it would be so it would be so Liga MX if Santos as a 13 seed that wasn't supposed to be there 
were to oh upset Monterrey <laughs> and go to the semifinals. The Monterrey, the number one seed. It would be vintage classic Liga MX. Hey, you never know. You never know, bro, at this you point. Know I mean? you, you're right. You do never know. Because for me, if you would have asked me, like, what the lock of the week was, like, if I had to, like, all right, bro, like, this is, like, life and death, lock of the week, which team is advancing, I 100% would have said Leon. And they were the one team that got, like, destroyed. Like, Shit. like I'm like, Cruz Azul and Atlas, kind of even. Pachuca, Santos, I kind of felt Santos, like, were, they were the 13th, but. I thought they were a little more talented than how they performed during the season. Tigres and Puebla. Tigres is atrocious at home, but Puebla, not that good. So that was kind of... But like, I'm like, oh, like one team I can count on is the team that's in the Champions League final. They're going to play against LAFC, against San Luis. Like that, That's, that's a, a master lock. And especially after the three minutes in, you're up 1-0. And they end up losing. So like the league average is so unpredictable, bro. That's what makes it great. But like... Like it's a it's insanity, but yeah, let's we'll get into the last game. Well, even before that, dude, Ed, Ed, I think even like uh, they did this with their uh, fucking backup co- uh, goalkeeper, like like Acevedo didn't even play. Oh, it was oh oh it was like you that play. I didn't watch that game, so oh, I think oh, yeah, yeah. was injured. Oh, he was Bro. injured. Like, oh, yeah, like, oh, was was oh what, dude? It, just on paper, you were just like, oh, this is gonna be three zero four zero. And then, yeah, Doria, their center back scored. Just a random-ass goal, bro. Well, you know what's funny about what Gary just said about the center backs? I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It was actually three of Santos' defenders that scored the goals. It was Doria, the other center back, Torres, and then uh, the, uh, Lopez. I heard Doria had a good performance, though. Um, he played well. He played well. But, like, but dude, the possession, I think, yeah, they had um, – they only had 44% of possession. Santos – Eight total shots. Like, it still should have gone Pachuca's way. Uh, but that's Liga Max for you. Like, I, I'm telling you, Ustadi, Ustadi took 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 some money, bro. Because there's no way. <laughs> like, I'm serious. Well, go walk. Anybody who like, did not catch the <laughs> Pachuca Santos game, go watch all. Watch the highlights of that game. Ustadi sold. I'm sorry, he sold. But but we move. I'm not going to take credit away from Santos, but Ustari, Ustari definitely. That like Santos. goal that went into like top bins, like bro. I'm like, like I could have reached for that and probably blocked it, but he just kind of like put his hands right above his head, and it was like he didn't save a single penalty, bro. No, that's <laughs> he didn't save a single penalty. True, like it's yeah. almost every shot that Santos took in the game, like went in. It's insane. Yeah, dude. What's our next game, Chris? Uh, I lost Cruz Azul was kind of. Mid. It was it was a goal in the second minute, but then it was kind of boring after that. It was, it was 1-0. Like I said, I think Atlas was the better team and is the better team, even though on paper they were the nine seed. But it set up a nice Clásico Tapatio. But the final the final game was Tigres versus Puebla. For me, on paper, I think Tigres like should be destroying teams like Puebla. Like the the team with like the third highest like I think transfer value like in all of Concacaf like. Maybe almost in the Americas, like they might be one of the most expensive teams. Like they just buy the best players. They have like the most stacked rosters and playing Puebla, and they kind of struggle to be honest with you. Like Diego Linus started, which is good. He played his best game in a Tigres jersey. Uh, I'm a huge Diego Linus fan. He got an assist, by the way. Yeah, he did. He got an assist. He finally, <laughs> the game-winning assist, you could say. We've been saying this, and even you know the goat Piojo. He was saying when he was fired by Tigris, uh, he was just saying like they're just too old, and it's on. It's 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 being shown now. Like Gignac, he was just terrible in front of goal. Like Pizarro, like well, these guys have been here for like 
they peaked like seven years ago. Exactly. And I, I mean, credit to them. They're, you know, they're going to the quarter still. But I mean, if you really think about it, they only beat Puebla 1-0. And Puebla... Again, it was like another goalie. Kind of, you can almost blame the goalie like in the, in the air. Like you should probably should be shaving, saving that. It wasn't the prettiest goal. It, yeah, it went off the keeper's upper right hand and then bounced upper nine. So yeah, I mean, I have two things to say about that game. First and foremost, is put this into perspective, guys. Leon absolutely dog walked Tigres in the semifinal, the second leg in Guanajuato, three one. Nahuel got made a fool. Had to try to go fight Cota. Cota had like a, the game of his life. And then the very next week, Leon loses to San Luis and Tigres barely escapes Puebla. But, yo, your, your boy Linus uh, was cooking, bro. Sebastian Cordova, too. I don't know. That might be a little resurgence for those two, bro. They, I'm low key surprised they started, to be honest with you. I, I didn't think they were going to start. I thought for sure they would have started Quinones or something. Um, or was he wasn't available, actually, wasn't he, for the game? I'm not sure. No, I don't think he was actually, but still, I wasn't expecting Linus to start. Um, but he got the job done. Like I said, but Tigres is like they're that team for me. Like, like they should be dominating games, right? Like you look at the roster. But then again, like we might just be how you were saying earlier. Like they, they might just be just names at this point. Like they're like past their prime. Like I know Baton, like the goalie, like saved them with that penalty save, but he's still kind of past it as well. Gignac is kind of past it. Like, Guido Pizarro. Like, there's a lot of guys that, like, have been there for a long time that just, like, aren't in their prime anymore. But Dude, I, I'm so over Guzman, bro. And he didn't even save the penalty. He was just doing some, like, weird-ass, like, chirping. He was, like, moving his hands and shit. And I'm like, dude, I'm just so over him. And then the shot went wide. But I'm saying it was, like, Puebla had the opportunity to tie it. Like, that's why, I don't know, Tigres, they're just, they're just not it. <laughs> they're just not it this year. Like I said, they have all this attacking firepower, like I said, quote unquote firepower, but they struggle to score goals. Especially bro, it's up with Nicolas Ibanez, bro, too. Like, it's just, just such yeah, a... he's been a bust of a signing. I know last year he was like the, the tied for most goals in the league with Henry Martin. Yeah, he was tied with Pachuca, and then now with Tigres ain't doing nothing. Yeah, Javi, didn't didn't you pick him up in like that Liga Next draft of yours? Ibanez, that was. Uh... No, that was Kike. Was that, that was Kike? I I picked up. Oh yeah, he did. I picked up Gignac. So I was like, dude. I was like, I mean, he's coming off the bench in the seventy second minute of that game. Like, come on. Not to bag on Kike, but just, I just wanted to no too bag on Kike. He drafted he drafted Ibanez, like we just said, not even a starter, and he's not even having a good season. Two, <laughs> he 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 took out Doria from his team and put in Diego but, Reyes. But kept Diego de Buen. Like we, like, oh, we like, yeah. he, he had the option of like putting in a legend and like. And, and keeping the legend there, or like keep, uh, taking out a player for like a legend, he took out Doria, who ends up getting the game tying, game saving goal for Santos, but kept Diego de Buen, who another defender, but he missed the penalty. So it's like it's kind of funny how that worked out. Shout out to Kike though. Shout out to Kike. He's the homie, but his 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 um his choices on that draft were horrendous, bro. <laughs> horrendous. We got one more game, right? No, I think that's it. Let's so with, just just a recap: the who advanced, San Luis. Atlas, Santos, and Tigres, teams eliminated, Cruz Azul, Leon, Puebla, and Pachuca. So there will not be a repeat champion. Pachuca's out. But now let's get into the quarterfinals, boys. The quarterfinals. There's some exciting, exciting matchups. Well, we, we can start with the... We got two legs. Wait, so let me, let me bring something up, though, because by the time this episode comes out, which is 
I don't want to give a date yet, but by the time this episode comes out, we'll have the first uh, legs done. I believe, first right? legs done. So we're gonna do second leg predictions. Well, let's just so what we can do. We can do predictions who are decent in advance in general. Okay, yeah. So let's I'm just down do that, with that because let's do that. Let's do that. The first matchup we have David versus Goliath. We have number one seed Monterrey against Santos Laguna, the thirteenth seed that we've already we've said it already. They weren't supposed to be there. But fun fact: one of Monterrey's losses this season was against Santos and Ooh. in Monterrey's building. Ooh. Two one. Two one. So I don't know. Like maybe maybe Santos uh, they have the formula to be to be uh, Monterrey. What do, you, what do you guys think? Is there an upset there? Or are you guys going Monterrey? Chris, you 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 spoke it into existence earlier. You said, "Hey, like you said it, bro. Like watch Santos go into Liguilla and knock out first seed Monterrey." And you, bro, there's been so many examples of that where I've seen like la maldición del líder, del super líder, bro. Like they always go and get knocked out. I think like Cruz Azul in like the twenty twenty, I think twenty twenty. No. Was the, were they first? The the one Leon one, they were first, and they got knocked out by, like, Pumas, who, like, I think... No, barely... it, it, ha- it happens regularly. It happens like, all the time. seeds don't advance. I, I, shit, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be bold, and, and I'm going to go Santos. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Are you going to go Santos? Yeah. Well, how, how are they going to advance? Penalties? What did you score? What's on aggregate? On aggregate. 3-2 three, three, aggregate. Some, like... Super terrorist ball from Santos. They're gonna get a three-two penalty somewhere in there. Uh, if it, look, if Leon is 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 gets eliminated, and I'm miserable. Then I want Monterrey fans to be miserable too. Dude, Santos defense is trash. They're just <laughs> they're so 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 bad. They haven't kept a clean sheet in five matches, and they're going against Monterrey, who has scored sixteen goals in the last five. Ooh. home matches that they've had so dude it's just this yeah santos i still don't think santos should have beat pachuca i think there's zero chance they beat monterey i and i i'm i might say something like monterey might win this in the both legs and aggregate like six two like i i just think they pour it on and santos just like they just they just they won't look like they belong there. Garrett's saying uh, Santos are living on borrowed time now, so they are. 100%. They are on borrowed time. Damn, Chris. I'm gonna go with Monterrey, and only obviously they're the better team, so it's like very easy to pick them. But I'm gonna go with them because they have already slipped up to Santos before, so they. I, I don't think they'll approach the game as like, oh, we're the number one seed. This is an easy game. We're, we're gonna smash on this team. They'll go into like with with caution, like. We are the number one seed, but this team has beat us before in our own building. So we obviously need to take them serious. And I think if Monterrey plays, if both teams play at 100%, Monterrey is just far and away the better team. They've been the better team all season. I would go, I think they're going to win. I personally think they're going to win both legs by a goal each. I'm going to go five. I'm going to go five, three on aggregate. Five, three on aggregate. I think they'll win. I think they'll win both games by a goal. And, uh, Maybe more in the, maybe more in the home leg, but I'm, I'm gonna. It's go like a three, three, three one, two one, something like three, three two, two one scores. Yeah, um, something like that. Okay. So you That's think fair. it's gonna be pretty close? Like you had Monterey, but you you think that Santos is gonna? I mean, it, it could be close on the scoreboard, but like if Monterey wins the first leg, like away, and then they take the lead in the second leg, it's kind of like there's really nothing. About I know what you're saying. Like, yeah, I, I, it might be one of those where like at the end of the game, Santos might get a goal or two to bring it like just to make it look better, but. 
I think Monterrey takes it comfortably. Yeah, you know, Monterrey does have an absolute beast of a center back right now, bro. Uh, uh, El Toro Guzman, just like an absolute beast right now, Victor Guzman. That's Julio's boy, by the way. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Jesus Gallardo is also having a great season. But like I said, this is the Liga MX, and you just never know. It would be classic Liga MX if Santos would just, like, to obliterate them in the first leg, like 3-0 or something. It just, like, just catches Monterrey on their worst day. But so we, we have two for Monterrey, one for Santos. And then, all right, let's go to the next game, the two-seed, America versus San Luis. Another Ooh. David versus Goliath. I mean, I'm guessing Garrett's going to go to San Luis, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, there's just no way, bro. This is This is a gift for club. America, dude. That San Luis was able to go through and make it this round is just an absolute gift for Club America. Um, the the offense for Club America is just too good, bro. Nine goals in their last five matches. We're rested up. La Bomba, he might score fucking hat trick in the first game and in the second game. Oh wow, double hat trick! All right, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, but I but yeah, this is an easy dub, easy dub. And San Luis, they actually only have like a positive one goal differential in the past five matches. So they're just not good enough for this moment. It's like Santos, like they, they had their luck. They can celebrate that one game, but it's, it's, it's big dog football right now. And they're not ready. Well, Gary, you've walked into the den of like the biggest America hater, which is me. (laughs) All right. Look, I've said, I've said this on this podcast, Dan Ortiz, He's not a he's not a championship winning coach. I don't think he is. If this was if this was a Club America with a different coach, wait, am I hearing another hobby upset in the, in the making right now? Another bro, I'm on a roll. I'm just spewing out negativity now. Like I've taken the the villain role. I'll happily fill fill in those shoes. I'll fill in those shoes. Um, but he's just not. I don't think Don Ortiz. Like being honest, okay. Uh, is a, is a championship-winning coach. I mean, you guys saw the last two semifinals, right? I think they were both – no, quarterfinals, both against Pachuca. Well, actually, one was a quarterfinal, one was a semi, if I'm not mistaken. But he just doesn't have what it takes to get to, to, to like, that final stage. And I think this Club America, despite Andre Martin being in the form of his life – and like I said, biggest Club America hater, but I'm a Henry Martin fan right now. I'm not going to lie. He's just – you can't hate on that guy right now. You need you need to stop drinking before these podcasts, bro. You've had way too many modelos before this one, bro. Wait, so how, what, 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 who are you having a with? America. <laughs> oh, all that, and you still yeah. Have it is America, bro. Look, San Luis is San Luis is, is Leon shit to bed. That's all that happened. It wasn't that San Luis was Goliath and he held his mighty sword and they stabbed. Oh, sorry. It wasn't that that they David and he stabbed Goliath and the fucking Goliath died. It wasn't that. They're not monster hunters. They're not monster killers. They just Leon shit the bed, tried to stand up, and then slipped on its own shit again. So, um, <laughs> that that that's what's gonna happen there. Uh, America's destroying San Luis. I say like aggregate like five one. Yeah, I don't I I don't think San Luis stands a chance in hell. Like I, I I'm I'm not like I made first of all. America has lost one game this entire season. Literally one. Like, they have nine wins, seven draws, one loss. Wow. it's impressive. And to, for you to advance, San Luis is going to have to beat them. At least what, I don't see that happening. Like, America's only loss was to Pachuca, which, again, was a top-five team heading into Ligia. I cannot see this team that has a negative five goal differential in the season 
<laughs> going in to the Azteca and even surviving. It would be a win for them if they go to the Azteca and lose by less than two, like two goals or less. Like I think, I honestly think I, I, I can see. You guys remember last last year when America, what was it, eleven two against Puebla in the <laughs> quarterfinals or something? Ten two, eleven two. I, I can honestly see something similar. I think America's just gonna. I think they're gonna beat San Luis. They've already beaten them once this season in San Luis, very comfortably three one. I think they're gonna. I think they could rep, uh, replicate that three one again. I'm gonna go with America advancing on aggregate seven one. I think this one's not gonna be close. I think it might be four zero at the Azteca and then three one. Um, in, in San Luis Potosí. Damn. Okay. Yeah, like like, oh. like you were saying, bro. Like uh, um, Cota and that one defender, what was it, Frias? They had El perro. They, they 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 put their life savings on San Luis to advance. They sold, <laughs> bro. Like, like like seriously, like they. Being honest though, it might not be match fixing. Nicolás Larcamón could just say, "Yo, let's throw away the guía so we have time to prepare for this championship." <laughs> you right. never know. But like I said, either way, we know San Luis. That's not the real San Luis, bro. Like you got you got lucky. Good, good job. We'll pat you on the back. You made it. You survived. You survived an extra week, but. I think it's gonna be America, easily advancing. Love it. I had seven one. What would you, you guys have? Have you had six two? And then what did you have here? And what do you what do you think? I, I didn't say anything. We'll go with uh, we'll go four four one. Four one. All right, a little closer. All right, uh, America fan of being a little bit humble right here. Yeah, that's what we are, man. <laughs> We're humble, bro. Oh, you know man, no, man. <laughs> All right, let's go to what I think is the matchup of the week. Is Chivas versus Atlas. Classico Tapatio. 100%. This is on paper a three versus nine, but I personally think I was saying it in the previous, when we're talking about the previous one, I think Atlas is a lot better than a nine seed. I think they have a lot of explosive players. Like, if you if we're comparing like their their championship team or their B Campeonato from a few years ago to now, I think they have a much better Quinones than than they did back then. Julio Furch, obviously, he's a little bit past it. But then now they have Osiel Herrera, who's been killing it this season. Aldo Rocha dropped a little bit in level, but still like a leader, impactful. They still have one of the best goalies in the league, uh, Camilo Vargas. I think, I think Chivas is on. I'm a Chivas fan, and I, I think we're we're on upset alert because I, I don't think I don't think Atlas is that bad. Like oh, I'm gonna give you guys a stat real quick. Chivas only has one less loss. I mean, Atlas only has one more loss this season than Chivas. Only one more loss. Like the, they're the, the big separation in the standings, three to nine, but most of those uh, games for Atlas have been draws, and draws and these ligas sometimes are. Um, if you can pull off a draw like in Estadio Acro and you win your home game, like that's all you really need. Like, so I, I'm 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 still gonna go. I'm still gonna go with Chivas to advance. I think that's gonna be the tightest of all three of all four games. I'm gonna go with. 1-1 in the opening leg, and then Chivas takes the second leg in a very tight, very closed 1-0 game. And I'm having, on aggregate, I'm going 2-1 Chivas. I'm going 2-1 Chivas. So does do you, does uh, does Chivas just need a tie to advance too, all the higher seeds right now? I think that's how it is. I don't think there's a way goals. I think I think it is like the ties yeah. are go to the go to the higher seeds. I believe that's what that's what I think. That okay. I so I, I, don't, I still think it's going to be 2-1. But I guess 2-2 would also see Chivas advance, but I'm going to go with a 2-1 Chivas in this one. This is crazy. Since 2020, let me go, let me rewind the clock a little bit. 2021, I think the, the I don't know how, it's been mostly 
draws between both of them. But Atlas has been a com- competing club ever since that year. I mean, they, they won back-to-back championships, beat campeones. And now they're they're playing their heated rival. Who, who uh, If you see, like, the Liga MX, uh, face, like, the, the time they face during regular season, there's not that much disparity. Actually, I think Atlas has two wins. Chivas only has one win since 2021, since Atlas, you know, became a contender for titles. So I think Chivas is going for revenge, though, bro. I know, I know, Atlas eliminated. Yeah, Chivas but like, I, two years ago or no, two seasons ago. But Atlas is Atlas, man. You can't stop that boy, bro. Or Randy Arosarena, you cannot stop Quinones, man. That man is gonna, gonna score on you guys, and he's gonna just bust out the the. Oh, and Ociel Herrera, bro. Don't forget Ociel Herrera, absolute baller of a kid, bro. He's gonna be dunking on that Chivas defense. I'm not gonna lie, bro. But Alexis Vega. As much as everyone hates or loves him, you can't rule him out at all. The thing is, Chris, and you said this yourself too, bro. Chivas don't have a championship-winning striker. I don't know. If th- I don't know if that's going to be enough to take them over the edge against Atlas, man. Ronaldo Cisnero is not him. I mean, I, I can't say I can't say you're wrong. I mean, I can't say you're wrong because, like I said, if you were to if you were to ask who's the best player overall in this matchup, it's Quinones, the guy from Atlas. Who is the best forward? It's Atlas. Who is probably the best attacking midfielder? I think Chivas with Guzman is better than uh, Osiel Herrera, but Osiel Herrera is no slouch. And I think, like, goalkeeper-wise, you would go with Atlas. And the game's tight, and there's penalties involved. Or actually, there won't be penalties involved because there's uh, the tire rule, right? But, like, I, you, you could argue, like, at some very important positions that Atlas is more experienced and better than, than Chivas, but... We are the higher seed, so I'm going to roll with my Chivas, obviously. So I agree with you. I think it's uh, it's going to be the most exciting game of the week. Uh, both excellent form. Atlas hasn't lost in six matches. Chivas haven't lost in five matches. Both have really exciting players. Uh, and honestly, the keepers for both teams, I know you've been mentioning uh, Atlas's keeper, but dude, the uh, Chivas keeper, uh, he's been he's been really solid the past couple of weeks. I know he started the season kind of slow, but I think I thought he's been... He's improved at the right time. So this one's really tough for me, but I got a little hot take here. I think uh, Chivas, they give up some like dumb foul outside the area in the second leg. <laughs> and, and, and Lozano just scores an absolute banger. An And just, I, I just think, scores the banger to win. And I'm going to go with Atlas to advance. Damn, that's bold. Yeah, that's actually crazy you mentioned him. I, I completely had forgot about it, but that's another key piece to Atlas. Like, I'm telling you, in a combined Chivas Atlas 11, it's probably as even as it gets. We might be even be more Atlas players, but like I said, it's, it, it's definitely going to be tight. It's going to be tight. Oh, oh, so I said 2 1. Yeah. Garrett said, what, what are you saying? I'm going to go, I'm going to go uh, 4 3 with uh, Lozano scoring the game winner off that banger outside the box. I, I didn't give my full prediction yet, huh? Um, I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a Patrick Chris hater and say Atlas advances three <laughs> right. two in the tie, two two one uh, in El Jalisco, and then and then one uh, one in uh, the Akron, where Canelo just beat uh, John Ryder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's actually photos circulating of Canelo and Peso Pluma wearing Atlas jerseys. But they're gonna they're gonna go home sad this week because I know Chivas is gonna advance. So all right, all, all right. right. So we have two for our last one for Chivas. Expected, expected. And obviously, you know, when you're the biggest team in Mexico, you're gonna get a lot of, you're gonna get a lot of <laughs> So 
But now another interesting matchup. The on paper the closest matchup, um, I believe in the terms of standings, we have fourth seed Toluca against the seventh seed Tigres. Ooh, can I? I know who's winning that one. Who you got? Toluca, bro. Nacho Ambriz knows how to win championships. Twenty twenty is is a testament to that. Uh, uh, you know, Nacho Ambriz is Leon in twenty twenty. Amazing. Beat Chivas in the semifinals. Um, and it was just I, like he knows how to win, and he has uh, some of the teams, some of the players that won that championship with him are in this Toluca team now: Fernando Navarro, John Meneses, uh, um, uh, Arqu- uh, not Arquivaldo Mosquera, but uh, Mosquera as a center back that used to play with Leon went to Toluca as well. So uh, he has the tools. I think uh, Ruben, no, no, Ruben's with San Luis, but um, yeah, no, Toluca has the, the what it what they uh, Thiago Volpi on the run of his life right now. What is it, like three goals, one assist, <laughs> insane stats for a goalkeeper. But um, yeah, uh, Toluca is just insane right now. Um, every there's not one player that you can name, and I'll be like, yeah, no, he's out of form. They are in really good form, so I'm gonna have Toluca going to four uh, one in aggregate, two one and then two zero. Hey, it's hard winning in El Nemesio Diaz, bro. You try playing. Uh, it's not, actually it's not gonna be like this. But either way, if Toluca play like a afternoon, um, you know, um, game in El in El Volcan, it's over for Tigres, bro. They're not gonna withstand that heat. That Mexico City, that Mexico, that's not Mexico City. That Mexico State though is like heat is insane. Oh, is it? Oh, but. Who is not scorching hot is Toluca. I know that they're in fourth place, but let me let me give you a rundown of some of the recent games. In their last eight games, a one zero a one zero loss to Toluca. I mean to uh, Querétaro. A three three draw where they blew a three goal lead to Cholos. A three one loss to Pumas. A one one draw to Juarez. So they are prone to these very very bad games. And two um, two of their three wins that have come in the last uh, eight games. They, they they had a red card advantage. The other team got a red card. So, I mean, like, they're playing basically the whole second half. Like, against 10 guys, obviously, you're going to win. They actually, and the last time they played Tigres, they almost blew a three-goal lead when they were up a, when they were up a man. Tigres were down 3-0, down a man. They, were, they had a red card. And Tigres came back, scored two goals in the second half, 3-2. So, this is my upset of the week. I'm going to go with... Tigres to beat the Luca upset. One team has to be there. Has to be an upset. I, I, I've picked the three favorites, so for me the upset is going to be this one. I think Tigres goes into the Luca. They lost last time, like I said, three two. But I think they're going to learn from that experience. They have. I think Guignac. They might not have the gas to go all the way. But I do think they have the gas to go one more round and eliminate Nacho Ambriz's Toluca. I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with Tigres. I'm going to go. On aggregate, Tigres doesn't really score much, to be honest with you. So that's the wrong one, brother. I'm gonna go. You're, you're dying on the wrong hill right now. I'm gonna go two one Tigres on aggregate two one. That's fair. I'm just letting you know you're dying on the wrong hill. Like you are on. I'm telling you, and I'm gonna make another bull prediction. The Alliance is gonna score, bro. All right, and this is the part where I do. <laughs> He's just leaving. He's just leaving, I'm just bro. leaving because you're putting too much faith in him. I'd say Sebastian Cordova scores another one, but not not Diego Linus. Trust, bro. Trust the process. All right. So I I got I got. So you, Tommy, you have Toluca. I have Tigres. Garrett, who do you Garrett. 
Give us your analysis. You know what we're going to do here? We got myself, Mr. Kenyella, going against Mr. Legia Gignac, you know, because I'm going with Toluca. <laughs> Toluca's the, I think Toluca, or Toluca's one of the best teams in the league. I know you just mentioned all that form, but bro, I, I would go, like, as my power rankings, I'd go Club America first. And then, dude, I'm going Toluca second. I think they're nasty. Really? Um, yeah. Nasty, bro. I do. I do. I do. I I think they're, I think they're special this year. I think this is. I, I'm scared as a Club America fan to potentially play to Luca next. Um, but I got a hot take here too. Ooh. I'm gonna go with uh, Volpe, uh, their keeper. <laughs> I think they. Sc- I think he scores more goals than Gignac in this. Uh, in this what? game, bro. Yo, can you yeah. imagine that? Like. But let's let's look real quick, Gary, before you give us your 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 prediction. Imagine like a like well, but, well, okay, you can't really imagine it because of this the stupid like uh, standings. But imagine they're going like like they were tied like one one, like aggregate. Toluca needs this penalty to go advance, and Thiago Volpi steps up, bro. That'd be the scenes, bro. The scenes. I, exactly, that'd be so sick. And yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think I'll go. We'll do uh we'll do uh three one to Luca. It's gonna be low scoring. To Luca's just gonna they'll get up early in that first leg and then they'll kinda just keep possession, chill in that second leg and, and dude T Rex, they just can't score. They're just discombobulated up top. So yeah, to Luca and Volpe scoring that game winner, baby. I like that. Right, I like right. that. Yo. So a rundown of each of our semifinals, I guess, semifinalists. I have Monterrey, America, Chivas, and Tigres. Garrett, you had? Let's see. I got uh, Monterrey, the Goats, Club America, Atlas, and Toluca. I got uh, Monterrey. Actually, wait. No, I had Santos, huh? You had Santos. Santos I forgot. I got Santos. Santos, America, Atlas, and Toluca. Oh, man. That would just... That's like gifting America the league right there. Atlas or Toluca. I think the bracket, the winner comes on the other side of the bracket. Maybe I'm getting too ahead of myself. Maybe it's the next episode, but um, I don't know, man. Atlas, Toluca. I think the winner comes out of that bracket early, early, early. I think we can all agree, though. I think this is going to be one of the funnest rounds of Liga America. Like, honestly, this oh, is like a very long time where I've seen that I, I could potentially, there's realistically like at least four or five. Maybe even six teams you can see going all the way. Like, like if they get if they get hot. Like, I'm 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 not joking. I know I'm a Chivas fan, but I could see Atlas, a team like Atlas, getting hot and going all the way. Like they have the they have the firepower up top to do it, and they have the experienced goalie and they have an experienced team really. And then obviously you have your your Giants or Monterrey, America, Chivas, and then Garrett was calling Toluca prime Barcelona over here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you never know. I mean. Tigres, again, one of the biggest budget, like highest transfer value teams. I love, I think it's gonna be a very, very interesting round. Yeah, definitely. Um, we'll see though. I think that's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. Garrett already spit his hot take that that Volpi's gonna outscore Guignac. So Javi, do you have do you have a hot take before we before we log out? My hot take was Santos being Monterrey. That was my huge hot take there. That that is a very hot take, I'm not gonna lie. That's what it is. Santos beating Monterrey. That's, that is my hot take. All right. And my hot take was, I'll repeat it, was Diego Linus is going to get his first goal in a Tigres uniform to eliminate Toluca. Oh. 
And yeah, that's, that's my hot take. What is uh, what is what is uh, what does Kike call him? Zero zero. Kike was calling him like zero zero sixteen at some point. Well, it's not anymore, bro. You got an assist. He's gonna go back to back games with a goal contribution. Trust me. Yo, but that's that's the time we have here. It's a pretty nice, pretty clean episode. Shout out to Garrick for coming. Real quick before we finish it off, though, Garrett, we do this with everyone who comes on, so it's your turn now. Plug yourself in. If you want to, if you want people to find you, tell them where you, they can find you. They can follow you on Twitter. This is the the, the king of the Liga Mexicanas right here, guys. Yeah, if you want, if you want the best bets, props, trends, all that, man, right here. Uh, yeah, Twitter, Garrett underscore HR. Um, but yeah, I'll be tagged in some Cabra uh, football soda posts soon. So just follow me on Instagram and. Yeah, this was fun. This was a blast, boys. Appreciate you. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come back. We're gonna come back. Uh, maybe 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 next week. Just to, like ro- I can roast all your guys' bad picks because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be getting all my picks right and all my hot takes right. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Any hey, any bets? If if anyone knocks gets four goes four zero, oh, is there anything we can think of fun? If someone goes four zero, oh, if Gary, if you go four zero, oh, I'll wear this jersey for the next <laughs> podcast. I love it. I'll wear that jersey. And then when I go 4 0, since you guys both pick out last, you guys can both come in a Chivas jersey. Or <laughs> we can Photoshop a Chivas I know friends who have Chivas jerseys. I'll borrow one from them. I'll come in a Chivas jersey. I, I use a Chivas jersey as toilet paper. So I'll, I'll so just use that one. Just wash it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boys. But you already know before we log out to follow Football Asada, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, all the same handles at Football Asada. Yeah, check us out. You know, oh, one more thing. And if you guys think you guys have you guys have better picks than us, then make sure to get into Liga Mexicana. We have the link in the in the bio. You want to get in now, so you know how it is. Because next season it's gonna go crazy, and it's gonna be a lot of fun, and you can win a lot of money for free. So just 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 by knowing ball knowledge, you could uh, win some cash. Take your girl out because she's mad you're staying in watching the the Liga Mex. Uh, take your dad out, go buy him a new jersey. I don't know. Take your Theo, whatever you want to do. But we'll, we'll have the link in the description. So, yeah, thank you guys for coming through. Garrett, this was fun. And we'll Perfect. see you guys next week. Later, everyone. We'll see you next week with more Football Asada. Make sure you guys subscribe and follow us at Cabra FC and CabraSportsHQ.com.